Raising Awareness of Childhood Sexual Abuse Triggers. Published by Paula Kavna on February 4th, 2018. When abuse of any description is covered on TV, it is usually followed by an announcement that if you've been triggered by the contents of the programme, call a phone number. As a victim of childhood sex abuse, I've often heard this term, triggers, without making the connection to what was happening in my own life. Those of us who have suffered from flashbacks or strong emotional or physical responses in the most inopportune moments can really struggle to connect the dots. Because triggers can be from the most innocuous things, it is not uncommon to become flooded by feelings of fear or panic that often appear to come out of the blue and without any warning or connection to anything that is happening at the time. Add to that that once you get triggered, the response felt can last for seconds or linger for weeks. This can make it even more difficult for you to understand what the initial cause or trigger for your emotional or physical response was. When I broke my ankle a few years back, I began to have nightly panic attacks. I had an overwhelming feeling that I was going to die in the middle of the night. I really struggled to understand what was happening to me. I went around all day feeling panic and a physical pain in my chest and I was constantly dreading the thoughts of bedtime. I found myself delaying going to bed and only gave in when I was totally exhausted. Even then, I sat on the top stair for at least 10 minutes telling myself that I was fine and I had nothing to worry about. This carried on for weeks until I finally understood that I was being triggered by my dependency on my partner to do everything for me. I hated feeling helpless and out of control and all this brought me back to my childhood feelings of not being able to escape when my father came into my room at night to rape me. A trigger is anything that reminds you of your trauma. They can be extremely personal and can occur at any time. Triggers can be sounds, smells, tastes, touch, the tone in somebody's voice, hearing a word or a phrase, seeing images, videos, an expression or a gesture. It is likely that you may feel powerless to stop your immediate emotional or physical response to your triggers. A trigger can cause a strong or overwhelming emotional or physical response which can occur at any time. The typical response can be anger, rage, uncontrollable crying, physical pain, palpitations or breathlessness. These triggered responses can transport you back to unconscious or stored memories of the experience of trauma. It is not unusual for you to feel confused or overwhelmed and you can sometimes feel like you've been hit by a train. Those of us who have experienced trauma as a child develop a variety of coping mechanisms that allow us to store memories or emotions away from our conscious minds. When you engage one of your senses connected to your abuse, for instance, in my case, the sound of somebody eating loudly or crunching food can immediately transport me back to remembering my father and how much I hate sitting at the table while he shoveled food into his mouth and dribbled its contents down his top. Understanding just how you store your memories can help you understand why these emotional or physical experiences can appear to have no apparent connection to what is happening in your life at that time when they occur. I can honestly say I was shocked that something as simple as a broken ankle could throw me back into memories of my abuse. When we were researching coping mechanisms for our book Why Go Back? Seven Steps to Healing from Childhood Sexual Abuse, we discovered how as victims of abuse our memories are often fragmented. With this knowledge things began to fall into place. 
understanding that is not uncommon for emotions and facts to be stored in different parts of the brain helped me to make the connection between triggers and emotional responses. It is for this very reason that I understand the importance of victims understanding all of the many ways abuse impacts your life so that you can take control and save yourself from needless suffering and pain. I know it's all well and good to say that you don't have to carry on being triggered when you're on the other side of the trauma. However, I have found a number of things helped me through the times I struggled the most. 1. Talk to someone. Call a support person or friend to say how you're feeling and allow them to help you. It's not a sign of weakness to get help, rather a sign of strength. Remember how you feel when you're in a position to help a friend. It's the same for them. So, where possible, call someone. Breathe. I know how simple that sounds, but it really can help. If you can bring your attention to your breath, breathing in for 10 and out for 10, and then reduce it to 9, 8, 7 and so on, it helps to not only distract you from the panic, but calms you down and helps you sleep. 3. Acknowledge your feelings, be it upset or angry. And I know this sounds easy, but crying or getting angry is something I still struggle with. I can tell you that when I do make a conscious effort to express my feelings, things improve. 4. Repeat a mantra or a statement or phrase. By repeating a phrase in your head, you distract yourself long enough to calm down and think more rationally. This can be anything like, everything is okay or I'm going to be fine. It's not important what you say, just the act of repeating the statement will work to get you out of your head. 5. Try writing how you're feeling. Writing is a great way to express yourself freely. 6. Drink water. Because the body releases chemicals when you're anxious, water can help release toxins and reduce the stress you're feeling. Triggers for anyone who's experienced any type of trauma can be very debilitating and frightening. I feel it's especially true for those of us who've experienced childhood sexual abuse. If you understand how your memories work and how you access them, you will be better placed to identify and manage those things that trigger painful memories in the future. You've been listening to the Kavanagh Sisters blog posts. We hope that these blogs provide helpful information based on our personal views and experiences and encourage conversations about these topics that we cover. You can contact us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or directly at the Kavanagh sisters at gmail.com.